Welcome to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we discover our personal definition of wealth through conversations with talented and successful women who are living their version of a wealthy and meaningful life. Teresa Leftenant is owner of Reinventing Her Money, a boutique financial planning and wealth management company located on Seattle's east side. Teresa is a licensed financial advisor and certified financial planner professional. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA, SIPC. CFP and Certified Financial Planner, the Certified Financial Board of Standards Incorporated, owns these certification marks in the U.S., which it awards to individuals who successfully complete CFP Board's initial and ongoing certification requirements. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for an individual. We suggest that you discuss your specific situation with a qualified professional. Our guests are not affiliated with or endorsed by LPL Financial, Teresa Leftenant, or Reinventing Your Money. Welcome everyone to episode 13 of A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we explore how women create a meaningful and abundant life on her terms. And of course, I'm a certified financial planner, a wealth advisor, author, and speaker with over 30 years experience. And professional women hire me to gain the right knowledge and confidence so they can overcome financial challenges faced by women as they pursue their own version of a wealthy life. And a wealthy life is not just about the size of our nest egg. True wealth is found when we pursue our passions, explore who we really are, express our inner talents, and live our personal dreams of a meaningful and happy life. The mission of this show is to engage in casual yet deep conversations with experts who are exploring what it means to live a wealthy life for her and share how they're, going, they're doing just that. And of course, I reveal some tips and ideas to help you have the money you need to pursue your own version of a wealthy life. I'm excited to have you here this week, ladies. Wonderful guests that we have to share with you. But I first want to ask, how are you doing? Life seems a little more complicated than usual, doesn't it? It seems like we have so many things we have to focus on right now. We have to stay home to stay healthy. We're doing our jobs, sometimes at home, sometimes at our work. And if we're, we're at our job uh, location, we have to be careful about having our mask on and social distancing. And then maybe we're looking for a job. And we're also trying to be a good spouse or partner and be a good mother or sister. And many people in our country are deeply questioning how certain things are being done. You know, as human beings, as women, we all want our life to go a certain way. We want to experience our lives in ways that we get to choose. But for some of us right now, the way life is and the way we want it to be might be far apart. So my guest, Karen Ray, and I are going to talk about how to feel wealthy even during challenging times. And Karen's story is just inspiring because she navigated going through five major life changes all at the same time. And we are all going through unprecedented change in our country right now. It can be so overwhelming. I mean, I'm saying, yes, it is overwhelming. And when I think about you, I'm hoping that you're finding your own way to cope and your own way to manage through whatever uncomfortable circumstances you might be experiencing right now. 
you know, most of us, we never considered that we could have a pandemic and massive social protests all happening at the same time. Now, last week on the show, I talked about the power of setting and writing down your life goals and how important that is to pursuing the financial support that you need to live the life of your dreams. And the week before that, I talked about how how powerful it is to visualize those dreams and those goals. And today, I want to just touch on, before I introduce our guest, about how what to do when things that we planned, those goals that we write down, when they things just don't go the way we hoped. So I kind of want to start with a question. So on a scale of 1 to 10, if you're thinking that 1 would be not going so well and 10 is being everything is going along pretty great, so 1 to 10, how is your life going right now? You know, it doesn't really matter what the first initial number is. What matters is that you ask yourself that question sometimes just to feel that inside answer. You know, is it a two? Is it an eight? Well, it's probably fair for me to assume that you're probably doing okay if you're like me and your number changes day to day. But there's probably some distance that your life could go for you to get from whatever your number is today to a 10. So a couple of years ago, I was referred to a woman I'll call Patricia. And at that time, her number was a three. She was a 20-year business owner and a well-known expert in her field. She had advanced degrees. She was well-paid, well-respected by her colleagues, loved by her families and friends. And yet, there were conditions in her life that hadn't allowed her the meaning and contentment and frankly, the accomplishment that she really desired for her life. Years earlier, Patricia had purchased her dream home with the intention of living there for the rest of her life. But like many, the home needed to be remodeled. And so she and her partner put together some great plans to build and remodel and create that home of their dreams. And then life threw them, her, a few curveballs. One day, she came home from work to learn that her partner had decided to, quote, move on with his life. Well, she was really shocked. And soon after that, her mother became seriously ill. And Patricia had to scramble to figure out how to arrange for care for her mother, who lived hundreds of miles away. And so in just a few weeks, Patricia's life went from full of optimism and possibilities too full of drudgery and obligations. So for the next several years, Patricia worked long hours running her business. She drove uh, uh, many hours to visit her mom on the weekends, and she struggled to maintain her life and to manage all those commitments. And the remodel of her house just kept being delayed year after year. Now, as I said, Patricia was a successful business owner. She was an expert in her field, and she was always seeking ways to help her clients in new and better ways. So her years of experience had led her to dream of like franchising her business so she could provide done-for-you office planning for young professionals in rural areas who didn't have access to the same resources she had when she started out. She also had a vision to help specially able children to read earlier and develop lifelong passion for learning. 
but she just couldn't see how to accomplish those dreams. And as she told me her situation that one day in my office, she could hardly stop these frustrated flowing of tears. How could she ever hope to achieve her dreams and reach the potential she knew she had when she was so buried by life's obligations? Patricia and I worked together for several months, and I was able to guide her to see her life circumstances from a different point of view. Together, we created a new plan to reinstall happiness and meaning in her life by making pursuing her dreams as important as seeing her clients and caring for her parents. We also put remodeling the house back on her list. Well, can you relate to Patricia's dilemma? Do you have a similar circumstance or have you had a circumstance like that in your life where you just felt so stuck well, if you do, I would say that's pretty normal because we all often have times when we can't really see the forest for the trees. But once Patricia had taken the time to analyze why she felt so stuck in her life, she realized that she hadn't been able to ask for help, that she believed that she had to manage all the balls she had in the air all by herself. So some of the questions that Patricia pondered when we worked together was, how can I think differently about my situation? What do I have power over? What new actions could I take? And if I did make myself a priority, how could I still take care of my loved ones? Well, what's the point of my story about Patricia? Is that in order to have a positive, a wealthy life, we have to develop a positive mind. We can't live a wealthy life with a negative mind. And in order to live a wealthy life, we have to populate our mind with what's the possibilities? What positive beliefs about my potential can I develop? And what new ways of seeing my current situation can I have? Well, today's guest really understands that changing one's life requires a positive mind and a new perspective on conditions that we often think of as unhappy or at least unwelcome. So Karen Ray founded FaveLifestyles.com, an online lifestyle magazine and a community for women to share their stories, support each other, and do life together. Karen started Fave while she was facing a number of life transitions, five major life changes at the same time. Faced with these challenges, she realized there was a need for resources for women to help them thrive and create a life they love. So Fave Lifestyles is a community of women supporting women in all aspects of life. Launched in 2016, Fave creates quality content and community via their web TV shows, events, and resources. Fave is truly a community of women of strength who make an impact in the world through their passions, families, faith, and businesses. FaveLifestyles.com is the go-to resource for readers around the world, providing support and a community of like-minded women who are doing life together. Welcome to the show, Karen. I'm so happy you're here. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me on. I'm so thrilled to be here today. Well, you and I met as you were just starting Fave, right? In fact, I think we did a video interview together about changing money mindset, and that was one of your first videos. We had so much fun that day. 
Yes, it was. It was one of our first shows that we did in studio with more cameras, more light. And yes, thank you for being being our first guest. Well, I, I tell you, it was it was a, a real thrill for me because I've done a lot of interviews since then. But at that time, that was that was I felt really important. So uh, I'm so excited to share your story today, but let's reveal it a little bit at a time. So uh, your mission is all about supporting supporting women through change. And as I mentioned in my intro, we're in a period where many women are experiencing bigger changes in their life than they ever thought possible. So how are you doing in what I would call the life change department? Oh my gosh. So life change, I think that's going to become my theme now. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, the changes are happening fast and quick. Uh, you know, of course, we're in this uh, COVID-19. And well, during this time, I um, my lease was up, so it was time to move. Oh. And so they were so gracious to extend my lease and whatnot. But yes, I'm changing quite a bit. I'm downsizing once again. And um putting all my stuff into storage. So I'm going through those changes of moving. I'm moving to a whole new community. I have lived oh. in Woodenville in that area for, you know, what, 35, all my life basically. And I'm moving to a whole new community. Um, so it is um, a time of uncertainty and change for sure. And I'm imagining, uh, as we're talking about looking at circumstances from a new perspective, I bet you're pretty excited about it. Yes. Well, that is one of the things along this journey that I have um, really started to embrace is to embrace change and to see what the possibilities and the opportunities are. And I've already met three new people. I've only been here four days. <laughs> well, you know, well, that is, uh, you know, that's great. I just uh, moved into the neighborhood that I live in. Uh, I guess it's, it's been a year now. And I just love this neighborhood more than any I've lived in because the neighbors are so friendly. And that makes a lot of difference to, uh, to transitioning into new communities. I agree. You know, there's, People here are so friendly. It's a totally different type of life. I'm on Whidbey Island, and it is wow. island life for sure. But people take, they just slow down, and they'll kind of just chat with you for a little bit. It's awesome. Well, it's it's really cool. So you have learned some lessons uh, about change. And, you know, one of the things that you told me about is that you had to really get it that you could learn that you could change as a person. So speak more to that. You know, um, I was going through these different changes that we'll be talking about, but I was 58 years old. And I actually, one day I remember telling my kids that, you know, gosh, I'm 58. I can't learn all anything new. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> that, that has been my biggest thing. Education is power. Yes. And to, I have learned that at any age, you can learn things, you can grow, you can, your mind can expand, you can see different perspectives, as long as you have um, some means, some ways to do that and that you're seeking it. So, yeah. Well, you know, I love, I was taught one time that there's 
these three phases of women's life when you think about you know some of the wisdom that we've learned from ancient times so there's the maiden phase the mother phase and then the crone phase and of course the older woman it was always considered the tribal matriarch the the task of the crone was to share wisdom uh, was to pass on life experiences to the youth and in spiritual terms this is a time when women have achieved and get to actually explore their life mastery so you know i love talking to those of us women who have reached this age of crones where we really are the ones that get to share what we've learned who we are and inspire other women to do the same absolutely and you know through these different changes i have found that it how important it is to connect with women who have the same experiences mm -hmm. and you know it's, it's interesting because um as i started with fave lifestyles and filming uh i was asked by a woman, uh, she said, you need to come to Peru and talk to the women there because everyone, women go through a lot of the same experiences. I don't care where you are in the world. So when we are producing content in, at Fave Lifestyles, I mean, women in Sweden or Japan or Australia, we go through these different things and we're growing in this wisdom and we uh, and we can share it, which is so wonderful. That's one of the things I think so exciting about your, about your uh, magazine, your online magazine, is that it is definitely getting, it's a global brand and you're building it globally. And that's going to just uh, provide so much more wisdom uh, within the group. So we're going to take a break. But when we come back, Karen and I will be talking about her experiences about how she discovered how to create this wealthy life through challenging times. So come on back to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant. Teresa Lieutenant encourages women to talk openly about money by providing virtual and live talking circles where members come together in a spirit of trust, respect, and mutual support. Reinventing Her Money also provides financial education, workshops, webinars, speaking events, and transformational experiences to companies and organizations. If your group would like Teresa Lieutenant to speak or facilitate a financial topic for your women's group, Learn more at reinventinghermoney.com. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. Navigating life's transitions at 50-ish can feel daunting at times. You may be wondering, how do I flourish through life with positive, uplifting, supportive women who are like me? Here at FAVE, life is richer with friends by your side. Our community at Fave Lifestyles is a place to learn, grow, and thrive side by side. We want to celebrate you at www.favelifestyles.com, where we are doing life together. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk 1150. Hello, welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant and my lovely guest, Karen Ray, founder of favelifestyle.com. So Karen, as I was saying before the break, our topic today is creating a life of abundance or wealthy life during challenging times. So let's start with what you've 
decided abundance or a wealthy life means to you? Yes, you know, when I think of abundance, um, I have have been working with a coach and she goes, abundance is everywhere. So that is my new mantra. (laughs) Abundance is everywhere because I look out the window. I'm sitting here on Whidbey Island. There's abundance of nature. There was just a golden eagle on the beach. Um, There is abundance. I have always thought I kind of take it in layers because there's abundance in money. Mm -hmm. Um, And and to me, that is creating things and flourishing, that money is flowing and hopefully flowing in. And, okay. But it's, it's about that creation. And, the, and so I see it in so many different ways in relationships and nurturing those relationships and, you know, in family. And just I see abundance in separate different ways, not just as one term. And it also it it also feels like, um, you know, abundance. Okay, so we relate abundance, the word or or wealth to money. And yes, money is important because we live in a system where money buys things that we need and and allows us to explore our lives in different ways because we have we can have the financial resources to do that. But really, it's it's an abundance of our own self living life and flourishing. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. You know, um, going through some different hardships um, in the last few years, it really has changed my mind on how I look at abundance. Um, So I used to look at it one way and it has kind of changed that um, people are so important to me now. I mean, they were before, but I just have a different outlook on what abundance is. And I don't know if that's also with age. Right. On what is important to me and taking a look at your values and what really in your life, what, well, I mean, even with COVID-19, we're all stopping and pausing Mm -hmm. and really having a time to reflect on what really is important to us. Yes. You know, having so many things in a way taken away from us, some of the choices that we were taking for granted, uh, the ability to move about our communities, the ability to run out and get this or that, to have those things taken away from us has given us all an opportunity to to re-choose. You know, is this something that's really important uh, to enhance my life? Uh, do I really need this or, or, or do I want to do it differently once we have a little bit more freedom again? Absolutely. You know, and we sit and we pause and we look and even trying to move during COVID-19, you know, it is so different because you can't have people come help you. Yes, right. No, you had to do a lot of that yourself, didn't you? I did almost all of it myself. I was so exhausted. Oh my goodness. And and I really appreciate the people who could come that are in my little circle. Um, but yes, it, it's, it's quite difficult because even the moving companies for a while weren't even working. So you had to just wait. Everybody, you know, again, you had to pause and, and really kind of reflect on how you're going to live your life. So tell us a a few more details about your, you know, the five changes that you were going through at the same time, Uh, because I I find that just so amazing how how all of this sort of uh, came into you, into your life at the same time. Tell us about that. Yeah, you know, I I did. I experienced um, probably even more than five major life changes within a um, probably a two year period. Um, I, my kids, you know, were getting at that age where I was going to become an empty nester. Um, I went, walked through a divorce, which was unexpected. Um, I walked through menopause, downsizing from a 5,000 square foot house to, you know, I sold the house and moved to an apartment. I was, had to re-enter the workforce. 
I had been a stay-at-home mom for uh, 27 years, so I had not had a, a career, if you will. Um, and I w was living, going to be living on my own for the very first time in my life. I had always either had roommates or a husband, family, all these different things. And so, yeah, so there was a lot of different um, things to think about. And um, it was overwhelming. Um, but, you know, again, you have to look at the abundance around you and, and how how is that going to work for you? Well, you know, any one of those things uh, can, can set a woman back significantly or at least sidestep her pursuit of, you know, meaning and happiness in a wealthy life life. So for you to have all, so many happening similar, you know, similar times, you say over a period of two years, but so I'm guessing that it was just kind of one thing after another that was kind of pushing on you. So it, it had to be overwhelming. So tell us some of the things that you did to cope, to adjust, to thrive. You know, right out of the gate, um, because most of those things kind of happened in succession. So right. I realized um, I needed to help. I needed yeah. to reach out for help. Mm -hmm. And um, through other situations uh, in my past um, with MS and some different um, health challenges within our family, I had learned how to reach out for help. Um, I wasn't afraid to ask for help. You know, I talk with a lot of women. And I think women are, from what I see, not everyone, but I, I feel there's a lot of women who feel that they are the ones to help other people. You know, yes. they've been the moms. They, they're not the ones who ask for help. It's like, no, I'm going to give you help. You know, I'm the, your helper person. And so, um, but I did realize that I had to have help. I had to reach out to counselors. I was, you know, starting a business. I needed to figure out how to start a business because I had never run a business in my life. Um, who do you ask for help for that? And there's different types of help. So there's counselors. There's the people who help you emotionally. And then there's the people who help you um, that can give you advice. And that's one of the things, too, I learned that you have to be very choosy on who you ask for help. It can't, you can't put that burden on your friends. Um, they're there for a particular reason. They're there to be your friend. But you do have to find help in, in, with experts or people who are subject matter experts or people who can give you advice. So that's, that's one of the things I started out with. Well, I love what you're saying about, you know, you have to ask for advice from the right people. And and then you you may find that one person isn't exactly suitable for you because they don't particularly understand your circumstances or, or whatever. So getting help requires that you be intentional and committed to finding good help, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And just to reach out and to uh, you, um, one of the things too is to uh, get positive help, people with a positive attitude. And one of the things that I did was that um, I had to reflect on some of those past experiences. I call it my book of proof. Yeah. And this is what, what one of the counselors helped me with too, is actually to, so when I had MS, I, my son was um, uh Newly, he was just born, and I was diagnosed with MS when uh, when I was pregnant with him, and I had troubles walking, and so I had to have help because I couldn't always even hold my son. Ah. And this is 
also, I had to, during that experience, I had to choose whether I was going to have a mindset of abundance or have a pity party and, you know, boohoo me. And so that in my book of proof, I, I had to reflect on different situations. Like there was a, a time when my kids were little and I had troubles walking from my car to the door of like the grocery store or the library. And there was a time I had these two little, you know, toddlers going and we went to the front of the, I got from the car to the door of the library. And that's as far as I could go. Mm. My kids didn't know anything was wrong with me. And so I said, hey, let's just sit here and pause for a moment. And we sat there and there were some little um, bear statues and they had a great time. We took the moment, we were sat in the moment and we chose that. We're going to now have an adventure. <laughs> so I had to reflect on those moments. It's like, yes, I can get through these other situations. I can look at things that I have done and gone through with that mindset of abundance. And how can we do this now? How can I apply that to what I'm in currently? Well, what I find so inspiring about that is, you know, that you obviously were, uh, you had a lot of that uh, positive abundance thinking from growing up, I imagine, but you have used that throughout your life and you just had to remember that, that it was there for you when these other challenges happened to you and later in life. Is that true? Absolutely. Yeah, and, you, and to draw upon those experiences, because I think sometimes we forget that we we have done something, and I even apply that to my business now, too. Um, a sale or whatever, as we're bringing in a new product, it's like, okay, I've done it once. I can do it again. Yeah, exactly. You know, we filmed. We filmed once. I thought, we did it. We put it together. Yeah. We can do it again. And maybe we'll have sponsors. You know, you get one and then you can do it again. So, yeah. So I put that into practice a lot. Well, that's one of the things I help uh, women with when they are feeling really down and stuck, as I was talking about Patricia. I help them by recommending they write down a success list. You know, how think back over your life and how many successes have you actually had? And, you know, we have a ton of successes, but we forget them. We forget that we learned to ride a bike. We forget that we sang in the, in the school choir. We forget that we graduated. You know, it's, it's like those things show that we have power and, and inner talents that we can use when adversity comes our way. Absolutely. Yes. So tell us more about your, uh, you, you know, you have, uh, you have this life with your husband and, you know, you, you, the way you've described it to me, it would have been considered an abundant life. What would you say that your life is more abundant now than it was? I mean, not, I'm not saying anything about your husband, but just, you know, the differences, uh, looking at the differences in your life. You know, we had, um, from all appearances sake, we um, were abundant. We had this great life. Uh, we had this, you know, we had a lovely family. We had a big house on a property and a golf course. You know, we had the boat. We had all the trimmings and we're able to do a lot of things. And there's a lot of great memories from then, too. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, but it is different. And, you know, I had to look in the mirror and pause and, and say, what um going through those challenges what didn't work what were the things that were not working and the uh were we nourishing and um, building our relationship together or we you know i had to look at myself 
I had given a lot of my power away. I think Mm. there's a lot of women in my situation where you um, have been raising your children. You are, you're wearing the mom hat. That's your identity, your identity, um, you know, with the husband and maybe you're helping support him in his career. Um, So all your identity is in those places. And um, so as I came out of that, I really had to take a look and go, oh my goodness, I had to take my power back. Mm -hmm. I had to take a look in the mirror and see what was not working. Um, The day that um, my husband said, you know, it's done. um, uh, My life coach said, Karen, today, at this moment, it's now all about you. Mm -hmm. You have to. In fact, I wore a little rubber band to remind myself that if I thought otherwise, it's like bring it back over here and get back in your lane. And now it is time to recognize who you are and what you need to work on you. Yes. Uh, Don't you think that a lot of us women, I mean, this is something that I had to learn, uh, is that we are not being, quote, selfish when we make our own goals and our own desires and pursuing our passions, when we put those things as as equally as important as taking care of the people we love. I mean, it's true. We, you know, we're in the mother phase of our lives. We are uh, focused on building people, you know, bringing up other human beings. And so it's true that we, we maybe don't pay as close of attention to our own goals and needs and passions. But once you're out of that phase, then you can feel permission to have life more the way you like it. Yes, and part of that process too is I had to discover what was it that I wanted. Yes. Because I, like you said, you're, you're, you're raising these other humans and what they want and what you know, your family's going to do and how is that going to look for you? So that is a journey that I'm still on. Yes. What do I want my life to look like? And, and now it's exciting because it's, you start, in fact, I, some of the things I do is some of the Jack Canfield, uh, you know, vision, what, what is, what do you want your life to look like? Yes. And I do think when we come to a period of change or when we're stuck or when there's a disruption to our life, it's a really good time to just settle back into reassessing what we want as women. And I think it's changing all the time as we have more experiences, as we grow older, and um, just continuing to ask ourselves, what do I want? What do I really want? Um, and and I think our, I mean, this is, you know, I'm a, I'm a Jack Canfield um, uh, person. I've been taught by him over the years, but I also think that we have this inner sense of, of guidance from that question of what do we want? We are, we, our answers can guide us towards uh, pursuing our potential. Right. And I had a hard time, actually. Um, people would say, well, Karen, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And I had been in a codependent relationship and just the way I grew up, my personality, people had made decisions for me all through my life. Mm-hmm. I was, I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't even know how to answer that question. So a better question for me was how did I want to feel? Oh, I love that. How do I want to feel? How do I want to feel in a living space? How do mm-hmm. I want to feel on a vacation? Uh, how do I want people to treat me? I want to feel special. Yeah. That is so great. 
because women are feeling creatures. I mean, you know, yes. our, our emotions are sort of turned up. And, uh, you know, when we can understand what our emotions are teaching us, what they are expressing, then that can really go a long way to understanding what we do want. Yes, absolutely. And that was one of the things, too, going through a lot of changes. You have a lot of feelings. Yes. And you have to um, grieve. There's a lot of different things to grieve and mm -hmm. to go through that process, too, and realize that you, um, my sister is always telling me, Karen, feel your feelings. And mm -hmm. that is something I'm actually having to learn because I had been so, I had been so accommodating to, to people in my life and I had lost who I was and I needed to actually learn to have feelings and identify what those feelings were and um, yeah, do a lot of research on that type of stuff and have <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have to learn. History. You have to learn about it intellectually as well as feel through it too. Yeah. Well, we're going to take another quick break, but when we come back, uh, Karen and I are going to talk about how this new um, expression of herself and learning more about you know what she wanted and what she wanted to feel, how that led her to creating Fave Lifestyles. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Social media can be overwhelming and it can be tough to get your message out there. At Fave, our contributors to our team of experts are known to our thriving community of women who are seeking solutions to navigate life. Fave Lifestyles, a lifestyle brand and online magazine. We are lifting up the voices of women in business. Learn how you can amplify your message to our passion-filled community at favelifestyles.com where we are doing life together. I'm Teresa Leftenant. Navigating a path to increase your income is a critical part of a woman's pursuit of a wealthy life. Having a personalized financial plan gives a woman confidence that she knows where she's going and how to get there. We've all heard the saying, life is what happens when you're planning something else. We're here to help you either design your plan or revise your plan. Visit reinventinghermoney.com and click on contact to set up a time to chat. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. Miss a show on KKNW? Check out 1150kknw.com for podcasts of many of our programs. That's 1150kknw.com. Welcome back, everyone, to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Lieutenant and my wonderful guest, Karen Ray, founder of favelifestyles.com. So let's talk a little bit more about how you began to see that you had possibilities that were different than you ever considered in your life. Tell us something, some more about that, Karen. Yeah, you know, the possibilities, um, I, one of the things, I started surrounding myself with these wonderful women and with Faith Lifestyles, um, there we had started creating this community already. And to see these women, you know, you gravitate people gravitate to people who are like-minded. Yes. And to have these women come by, and I almost felt like I needed a guide in different areas of my life. And I thought I started researching and I started looking at Google, and I'm like, I don't see anything positive. I don't see anything for women my age that was age appropriate. Mm -hmm. um, 
there was lots of stuff for millennials, lots of stuff for people older. Mm -hmm. um, but where did you, where do you find the information for women um, my age? And positive and, and could, because I had kept saying to myself from the very beginning of all that um, tr transition of mine that I needed to be whole and healthy on the other yes. side because mm -hmm. I needed to provide for myself. What was that going to look like? I needed to be whole and healthy physically, emotionally and mentally. And mm -hmm. what was that going to look like? So I started researching and what, kind of walking down that path. Now, share the story with us about your son and the Christmas present. Yeah, so a couple years, well, probably it was year two. Um, my kids are so great. I just love them. Um, they're so wise beyond their years. And to have that time, some quiet time with them, we would sit late in the night. And, um, and I could hear the wisdom coming out of them. But at Christmas time, my older son, he said, Mom, he goes, I have a gift for you. And it's the gift of opportunity. Mm -hmm. So you can see the possibilities in your life. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, how do you get so wise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it when they when they surprise us like that. And then, then, we, then we get to go, oh, I didn't mess up that bad after all. <laughs> exactly, yes. So we took a notebook and we called it the, um, the gift of opportunity. And we actually wrote down, he goes, mom, what would it look like? Um, for you to live somewhere else. I said, and he goes, what if you wanted to live in Australia? Mm. What would that look like? We didn't like do the numbers or whatever, but what would that look like? What would it take to move? Pack your stuff up, move. And then he said, and he said, mom, you film, you were doing all this. You talk about Oprah. What would it look like to be an intern on the Oprah show? <laughs> <laughs> And I, I'm like, go, yes, let's do it. <laughs> but, you know, so I have a book where I write down different things that what would it look like? What if? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, this one I am going to borrow uh, from you because sometimes I manage to my my life can become a little narrow. And I know you mentioned that that when you were living um, your previous life, that you had become a little narrow minded and that you had kind of forgotten what it was like to consider that you could do anything you want to if you put enough time and attention and passion into it, right? Uh, yes. You know, I had become very narrow-minded. I didn't realize it at the time. Yeah. Now I look back, I'm like, I could not see other people's perspective. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like it didn't even exist. Mm -hmm. And I remember a couple instances where that I my mind started opening up just slightly. There was a instance where somebody had said something and another person said, oh, well, this is what they meant. And I'm like, well, how did you get that out of which that person said? But I, again, um, had a mentor and a life coach that works with me to help me see other people's perspective. Wow. That's great. Yeah, and then when you can see a different perspective, you can start opening your mind to other possibilities. And you're actually take, you're, it's like putting compassion into action mm. because you can see what they see. Mm -hmm. So you've used a variety of people used, you've hired and um, consulted with 
uh, a lot of different types of coaches and counselors, and you have really honed in on, this is what I need or want. Who can I find that can help me have that? Is that how you did it? It is, you know, so um, in my community of Fave Lifestyles, um, we have this lovely um, assortment of women in business and health and walking through these different things. So becoming an empty nester, you kind of need somebody that you, maybe you can tap into that. Um, mm-hmm. I was starting a business. So some of the women, so I started gravitating towards women who I could also bring into our community, or maybe they were already there. Uh, Julie Porter, she's been one of our uh, contributors. I had never started a business. She knew all about starting a business. And she even writes about it. There's some articles. And so I could tap into her. Mm -hmm. And then I would um, maybe doing marketing or, you know, just all different aspects. I mean, I had to research, would I be able to buy a house? I haven't had a job. Mm -hmm. You know, no, you can't right away. (laughs) You know, that might be something in the future. Um, You know, how to, I hadn't even bought a car on my own since yeah. I was you know, young. Mm-hmm. It's all these different, even renting an apartment. You know, if you don't have a job, you've got to have some way to prove that you can pay your rent. There's all these different things. So yes, it's tap into those women. But it had, I realized early on that it had to be women who were thriving in life that had the same type of mindset or a mindset that I wanted to, that I wanted to emulate. Mm-hmm. And so you have this vision of creating a space where women with specific talents or specific uh, businesses or perspectives could show up together and lift each other up by being there for each other. Is that how it works? Yeah. So, you know, I started early, uh, about, oh gosh, five or six years ago, I knew I was going to be an empty nester. And I thought, gosh, what is my, what is my new purpose in life going to be? And this was before any divorce or anything like that, or those changes. And I started filming and I said, I want to have my own today show (laughs) because I thought I knew lots of women who are talented. They have these wonderful gifts. So I approached a winery at that time and said, if I come and film and bring some friends um, and interview you and I'll bring a couple other friends to interview. I had a New York Times bestselling author. We did hair. We talked about lips. We talked about lifestyle and 45 women showed up. Wow. I continued doing that and it started creating this community. So when the divorce happened, I thought I either need to, because at that time it was a passion project. Right. And I thought, okay, here I am in this situation. I either need to monetize this or I do need to go get a career with benefits. And I thought, I know all these women. They're awesome. Let's provide a space. And this had been on my heart before, but I just didn't know how to create it or make it work to create a space so we can bring these women with their gifts and their talents to help other women. So they can, the experts can lift up their voice and share their message to enhance the lives of of women and women seeking those resources that I was looking for and could not find. They can come and find those resources from women who are like them. Mm -hmm. Those women who are writing and in our web shows are women um, that know each other. They're women Mm -hmm. of our community. They know faces they can you know so when they're writing they maybe are writing to me or to one of the other women in our community and helping helping each other out and lifting up our voices sharing our message 
and uh, and and growing together, like um, exploring new ways that everybody can become more of who they want to be. Uh, that's what I find. And looks like you're getting a lot of attention now. What did you tell me about Pinterest? Yes, we are getting a lot of attention. So we launched our site last January of 2019. Started promoting it about May because it takes time to get up and rolling. And uh, last month, well, two months now, we have hit over half a million views on Pinterest. In April, women were on our site for almost seven minutes, an average of seven minutes. That's pretty long, given our short attention span. It is. We have so many different topics that women can tap into and health and wellness, um, um, business, your best life, your best self. Financial. Financial. Absolutely. You know, because we all need help in all different areas. And how can we thrive? Not just right. live, let's thrive. Right. So that, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show and why I started out talking about being in a stuck place, not needing to look at your life situation from a different perspective, reaching out for help when you are feeling stuck and fi- having a resource where you can just go find some women like you. And of course, you know, you and I are in in our late 50s, early 60s, but this is also a place where younger women can find uh, assistance as well, right? It is, you know, what we have found on, because we have all of our analytics, so we target women 45 plus. Mm-hmm. However, we're noticing that there's almost an equal amount of women that in that just younger generation, that 30 to 45, because it's about transition. How do we get through transitions? Yeah, it's about transition. That That's another, that's a better word than change, isn't it? Because sometimes change has a kind of a bad connotation. It, it feels, um, it, it feels like it's something that is hard, whereas transition doesn't have that hard component in it, does it? Right. And that's really what we have talked about. It's walking through life's transitions, navigating Mm -hmm. that in our Mm -hmm. journey. So how is your mission? So so looking back over the whole thing of your experience of, you know, beginning Thrive when you were still married and then not realizing that you were going to create a life on your own for the time being. Um, you know, then then you started seeing this uh, project as something you wanted to monetize, number one, but number two, as a real <coughs> helpful uh, location for all sorts of women. So how's your mission going? Mission is going great. So we are bringing on, uh, we have member contributors, our experts, if you will, coming on board and providing those resources and really mm-hmm. helping and guiding women through those highs and lows of life. That is our vision is to, is to provide that, a place for women to come that's safe and mm-hmm. where they can have a voice and be visible and to find those resources. So yes, it's going, it's going wonderful. We, our community is growing and uh, it's, yeah, it's very- And how could a woman, uh, how, how do you recommend uh, women get involved? So there, we are always looking for women who are the experts mm-hmm. that want to, the, the women of fave are a very unique women, I believe. Mm-hmm. They are women who are, um, so on the expert side, uh, they are women who have either with their stories their experiences, their business, whatever, they love to serve. 
Mm-hmm. They're not just the women who want to help. They really love serving other women so they can really succeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're women who are changing laws. I mean, you can go and uh, listen to Michelle Frank's story. Um, through her tragedies of losing her daughter, she changed a law within like a year or two, which is unheard wow. of. Mm-hmm. And th- but they're women who are making changes in our world, and they don't need the applause for it. Right. They are truly exceptional women, and I I feel very privileged and honored to have them in our community. And those are our experts, the women on the who are our readers and part of our community. Um, we have a Fave Lifestyles Women's Group page on Facebook that they can come and engage, and we have um, Zoom chats now. We usually have events. Right. Uh, <laughs> so there's just all kinds of ways for women to uh, come in, where, what, if you, whether you're a career woman, uh, a stay-at-home mom, retired, whatever, or an expert, you can. there's a place for you. Well, I uh, hope everyone that's listening will uh, go visit your, your website. But before we close, I want to just give you uh, the last word. What is the one thing that you would like our, our women listeners to know about the topic of, you know, living an abundant life in, in times of change? Well, you know, one of the things that uh, we, um, I love li- lifting up the voices of women. I want to provide a place for women to have a voice. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this a little bit, um, that I was going through counseling and my counselor at that time would have a piece of paper and wanted me to write a word on it. And I wrote, uh, I was actually embarrassed. And he had a piece of paper that he had already written a word. And it said, I wrote down the word invisible. And he lifted up his paper he had written the same word. And he said, Karen, right now you need to change, take your power back and become visible. Mm -hmm. And that is all a part of what fave is, is that we are visible, that we are taking our power back, that we are um, coming together as a community and lifting each other up. And I just want every woman to know that she is important, that her story is important, that uh, you're not alone and we can, and we can do life. Our, our tagline is doing life together. So let's, I invite women to come and join us and do life with us. Well, I love this message. I love this interview. Thank you so much, Karen. Uh, Really uh, moving the way you show your vulnerability and how you're sharing your life with other women. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Next week, our guest will be Bob and Diane Palmer, owner of Palmer Motivation and authors of Twist the Throttle to Fuel Your Success. So thank you for listening and being part of our Wealthy Life for Her mission. I know you have a lot of shows and podcasts you can choose from, so I'm always grateful that you chose ours today. And if you enjoyed yourself, please share the show with your friends and family. I want to thank Alexis Lieutenant Gregory, who composed our theme music, Eric, my producer, the support staff at Financial Advocates, and everyone at KKNW 1150 AM. I look forward to being with you next week. And remember that financial independence is your birthright, ladies. With the right education and empowerment and the right financial advice, you can overcome any financial challenge and create a wealthy life on your terms. See you next week. According to the American Medical Association study on how women physicians are prepared for retirement, over half of women physicians believe they have unique or more complicated financial needs than their peers in other professions. 
Teresa Lieutenant believes that every high-earning woman deserves a truly personalized, not cookie-cutter financial plan, so she will have the best chance of pursuing her vision for a happy, healthy, and wealthy life. Explore your financial potential by joining our mailing list at reinventinghermoney.com. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA SIPC. Teresa is founder of Reinventing Her Money and author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Available on Amazon. She is a certified financial planner and wealth advisor for professional women who aspire to a wealthy and financially independent life. Learn more at reinventinghermoney.com.